0: The content discussed in this episode is for educational or informative purposes only and should not be replaced by individualized professional consultations or professional medical advice.
1: Welcome to the Founders Series of Doctor of the Podcast. This year, I'm signing up for a triathlon happening in summer. And to prepare myself, in this Founder Series, I'm going to be having one-on-one conversations with experts in the field. And hopefully, it will keep myself accountable and nurture my community on a day-to-day. So without further ado, hope you enjoy this episode. Today is the final, final episode of the Founder Series and my whole journey for the triathlon. Today's guest is Tasha. Just wanted to close off this Founder Series with her. Yeah, to uh, actually do this in person as well. Yes, this is the first episode we're doing together in person, so it's kind of a
0: special episode for us as well. It is actually, yeah. So a good way to start and to understand your experience with the whole triathlon would be maybe to start with how was your experience your mindset your ment- mental and emotional state uh, leading up to it and mm. also like literally the day before the day off, of the
1: triathlon in terms of training I was there all the time every week every day I uh, had one, one rest day per week So it's quite diligent with regards to that, but the actual triathlon and actually completing the triathlon was daunting sometimes. As I was having these different conversations with these uh, experts, it really helped me kind of reassure that it's not a big deal, Mm. first of all. I was taking it way too seriously. And so by having these conversations with these experts really helped me just, you know, it's like, it's all good. I, I mean, I've been preparing
0: myself for mm. six months. And actually, I would say beforehand as well, because you, you're you already quite an active person mm. and you take the efforts. Like, for you, if you don't work out, you feel sick. Right. So um, you already have this mentality and, like, uh, body that's adjusted to that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, or, well, I wouldn't say adjusted, but, like, you know, you build that lifestyle for yourself. So... The preparation was long before the six months, but maybe it was more intentional for the triathlon itself. Yeah, Would you say th- that?
1: Yeah, I think that that's the key word is the intention behind and having a goal really help kind of ground that discipline and that lifestyle. And you're setting yourself a standard and level of fitness thanks to the triathlon Having the podcast and saying to the world or social media basically that I was going to do a, a triathlon, I kind of have had to commit to commit it, commit to it, and, and follow through. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to; you can always change direction, right? That accountability bit, you yeah. know, where you're like, okay, you said it to to people, so now you need to follow through. It,
0: it was my way to know that, you know,
1: you you, you had to do it.
0: Accountability check. It it also surprised me to listen to the guests that came on to say that don't overthink it just go with the flow enjoy it be part of the process like you know you're training train you know with some sort of idea of what you're training for but not to like like overindulge in the the fact that you're doing a triathlon and that for me was a really nice reflection and and, uh, take on on how to prepare for a triathlon because I think often people think when they think of triathlons, they think, like, oh, it's so far-fetched. It's not something I can ever do. Mm. And it's, like, the mindset around it is, like, it's a one-off thing that I, I, w- I will do. But actually, right. the people who do triathlons are actually already training on a day-to-day basis for their own health. So That's right. this, this like, setting an intention to do a triathlon is just to kind of a mark of testing your own abilities. Yeah, 100%. I
1: experienced that shift of see this as a lifestyle and the standard i said to myself i hope to keep it up as well how i felt emotionally uh, beforehand on the day itself i was actually very calm because i knew my goal was just to complete it i was not here to hit some target my goal was not to become the first you know mm. the number one right. uh, in the in the race so i was just there to feel good about myself as i completed the triathlon that was really the actual goal yeah. so i felt really calm but few seconds before we start the swim, as I entered, you know, the, the event, feeling, do I have the right equipment? Do I look right? Do I Do I look like I'm an... Amateur. Do I look like an amateur? Which I was. And most of the people... Some of them were as well. But there's this whole pressure that I put to myself as I arrived and I was looking, it's like, do I have the right gear? Am I dressed properly? Um, do I look like I know what I'm doing? Right. Uh, so there was that judgment bit that first kicked in uh-huh. and then get into the water. I'm like, hmm, that was a bit scary because I always train in the pool. Um, and So that was the only thing where I was like, mm, this is not going to be as easy as I, uh, I think it would be.
0: Right, because like in a pool, you would be able to like maybe hold on to the the side if you or find find a. A Just break.
1: directions, to be honest, like because you know you're swimming. There's a line on the floor, so with your goggles you see ah, the line, so you know where right. you're going. Here you see nothing. It's basically black, like like oh, grey color, grey color, yeah. yeah and yeah. you see, you have some other folks that are swimming as well along. They also don't necessarily know where they're <laughs> going. You have like a rough idea of where you need to head to, but the biggest challenge was like finding the direction of where I was swimming.
0: Right. <laughs> it
1: would be quite interesting to see it on a bird's eye view. How many people were going off oh tangent? My goodness. (laughs) How many times I was like, oh, okay, wrong direction, but it's, but it was fun. That, That was the thing. It's like, as I jumped into the water, started swimming and I let the others go ahead of me and let kind of a natural order happen. Once I was in the water, I then was like, oh, this is so nice. And I started enjoying it. Uh, Even a friend of mine was there to support me. You're having too much fun. Like, (laughs) be focused. And I was focused, but I was just like loving the moment. I was like, oh my God, what a beautiful day. These waters, it was a lake, so it was not that difficult. The whole experience, it's nice being here. It's nice to be able to swim. And as you swim, you know if you like swimming, is it's very meditative. Yeah. So you go into this like calmness in your in your swim. So I was just having fun actually after that.
0: But yeah. otherwise, it
1: was really nice.
0: Yeah, I could imagine that 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 would be the like the energy of the entire environment because everyone is focused on finishing their uh, triathlon, right? Mm. So there's a collective focus and of people around you who's all driven to do the same thing so I think there'll be like a a positive and and uplifting energy that's Mm -hmm. around you and then plus your mindset of it being fun so then it'll add to the the play and excitement of it how did you feel physically
1: how did you feel when I stepped down from my bike to park it and then run the blood was not circulating to my to my legs. legs so I was not I was completely numb so as I was running I couldn't feel my feet so I never experienced that in the past. Right. So I was a bit scared of you could
0: hurt yourself. Yeah, right, yeah, if yeah, you... yeah. And so from the cycle to the to the running, so how did you actually like get your legs to to have that sensation again and to keep going? Right. So I just like breathing a lot, breathing
1: and I was kind of forcefully doing movements so that you know, blood would flow to my legs and then just being confident that I'll feel better and I'll start feeling my legs as I continue running. So it's really a...
0: A mindset game. A mindset, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I would imagine that too. Any, like, did any of the guests, uh, like the advice of guests come to you as you were running, like in the process?
1: Yeah, I had Elle when I was swimming. That was where she, you know, had to learn about, like, learn how to swim to be able to do that. And I just realized how... How great! Like how courageous she was to to do that because yeah. I didn't learn how to swim. I mean, I knew how to swim, right? So it was different. And and I thought about her, and I was like, damn, this that requires a lot of effort and and you know determination to to get there. So I did think about her as she was telling the story. And um, for the the cycle, Kelsey's conversation really was the preparation beforehand, the the hydration making sure I, ha- I was hydrating myself right. often enough. Because it's true, you, you know, when you're cycling and you're doing 40 kilometers, I didn't have a fancy watch to tell me or remind me. But what I did is that because we had eight laps, so every time I arrived at a certain point, I would make it a point that I need to drink. So, uh. so that was my way to say, okay, you need to drink. And, and I think that helped a lot to, right. to help me sustain myself for the, the entire race.
0: That's a that's a good one actually. Mm. So I guess at the end of your run, like when you started when you finished running, did you what was your feeling like? You know, how did you soak in the the completion of the triathlon?
1: I was I was such in a meditative state that um, arriving at the end, I was like, oh okay. I felt I felt good. I was like, oh, finally we're done. But I was in a meditative state so I arrived and I was like oh this is this is it it was an ending that I and one of my friends was there and he he cheered me up and he was and he was saying you you don't look like you just did whatever you just did <laughs> because I was not tired because yeah. I was not pushing for Targets. I was not pushing for numbers. Um, I just had fun. I basically had a swim, a run, and a a ride that was really fun. And so um, I didn't do it in a very bad timing. I did it around three hours and and 10 minutes, which is not too bad. But I was just like happy about the completion.
0: Yeah, committing to something. Yes, and finally
1: getting to the end of that project.
0: Okay, that's great. I think that's a good good message for people as well to, Mm. to say that. It doesn't have to be this big significant life changing event in your life it just can be an experience that right. you you commit to and like like anything you do like if you start it and then you want to finish it and then you you get on uh, once you're done with it it's like a hike right when you look at a hike yeah. some people like the
1: preparation of the hike some people like the hike itself some people like reaching you know the top and being at the top for me it's really the process I I really yeah. liked I didn't like the planning because as this is why I needed DTP this is why I needed the advice of other people because I'm, I'm not great at how to prepare myself and I adjusted my my trainings thanks to these these guests, guests. yeah but as I was in it, you know, running and swimming and riding, oh, this is like actually fun. And as I came to the end, I was unimpressed at the end, Yes, yeah. which is, again, the same way as I am on a hike. As I arrived to the su- summit, just like, oh, OK, cool. Next, next, let's thing. go. What's next? You know? Yeah. So that that's how I felt.
0: Right, right. What what is
1: the the moment you prefer from in a hike, for example?
0: I try not to think because I'm a bit I'm more unfit right now than I I was maybe a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So I try not to think of the process like ahead of time. Like oh, I need to do a hike. I need to do a hike because if I think about it, then I feel overwhelmed that I may not be able to do it. But I just show up and I know that I'm going to finish it and then i just do it mm. so i just i just have i have to pace myself and then i, I do it uh, but it's just showing up that's most important for me
1: yeah and then but what do you enjoy the most in in those process the pre the
0: planning the actual uh, hike or the summit i think a bit of the hike and actually the summit and then when i'm coming down i'm like oh i feel good i'm coming down so the down, celebration at the, celebration, the top right yeah. yeah i'm like it's good and then i come down and i'm like okay i can do this again like mm. so it's like a motivation to know that like if I, set, if I set too high of a goal and then I don't achieve it, then it's, like, even more disappointing. Mm. So I just set the goal that I need to do it with no, like, real parameters. And then, but how did you feel, like, in the coming days after? Did you feel a high uh, or, or, like, a high and then a low coming down? Because I remember, I think, Kelsey, a, Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey mentioned something yeah. like this.
1: It's one of my, my coaches said, okay, so what's next? And it's true that I can't tell you today, like, what's next. Uh, Will I do another uh, marathon? Possibly Um, but it's it's this uh, constant like chase is the chase for this next goal I don't like I'm not too fussed about it so I didn't feel you know this low after a high quite consistent I feel like with regards to how I felt I was not feeling extra happy I was not feeling low about it I was just like you know I was neutral and so I think that goes with why the intention of why you're doing a triathlon. Are you there to you know, push yourself physically and say that you know, you're know you going to achieve targets or you're just going to achieve it and embrace what comes with the effort?
0: Right.
1: I'm not an athlete, right? So if I was an athlete, then it's different because, uh, 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 you know, I, it's... Let
0: me just stop you there. I think you're wrong.
1: <laughs> you can't, I mean, maybe you're not a professional athlete. But you definitely are an athlete. You know, I was... That to be active and show to, I um, don't think I was. I'm an athlete. What I really wanted to do is to show to people that you can be active. Uh, you can incorporate it in your day to day. Feel feel fit. Being active and having that in my routine really helped m- my my mental health because. That was my meditation of the day. My run was my meditation of the day. My mm. swim was because you have to be in the moment. That's why I, I value this, this triathlon so much because it gave me, it really was an example and a gateway and an example for other people to see that this is, this can actually be part of your life and can be preventative as well. A preventative measure for just like preventing um, sicknesses,
0: illnesses. I think it's a good message to leave people with. You said, you know, as a, as a brown woman who came into the triathlon on that day of the triathlon, mm. how you only spotted one, one black person. Yeah. And, you know, what can you say to people to, to change that? So, I mean, there, there's a reason I
1: think that people of color are not encouraged to do it. It's, first of all, there's not a lot of representations. So when you don't see people who look like you, In those events, you won't necessarily say, okay, I don't have my space there. I don't have my, I don't belong there. So that's one thing. And then these sports being expensive, having a bike can be expensive. Having the right bike. I knew, for example, for sure that my bike was a joke compared to some of the other people, like other athletes or participants. There was one guy who was there to, I think, make a statement. He had like a city bike which is basically, you know, this one's with the, the basket. He was the only one and he stood out. And I wanted to say, like, kudos to you to,
0: yes. for
1: doing it because we we don't we all can't afford a 5,000. Mm-hmm. And so mine was, like, the cheapest that you could find, a 200, uh, 300 uh, pounds worth of, of a, a road bike. And I thought it was fine. I would be able to perform better if I had, uh, you know, thinner tires and, you know, uh, more gears and mm-hmm. all this. But... But I I decided that not to affect me because I'm trying to prove a point that we can all be active regardless of your equipment.
0: Yeah. And
1: you can be in a triathlon setting and still with like cheaper uh, or the minimal minimum uh, type of thing and still achieve it and be good you know
0: yeah
1: so um, but it does affect you when that was my first reaction as I was telling you as I arrived in, at the event everyone has beautiful bike everyone has like you know this suits and this suit and that thing and
0: makes you feel a bit insecure like yeah 100%. yeah I, I did
1: feel that it, right and I'm not supposed to be here then you know you're there to do to to prove yourself something that you're capable of doing mm. but that your equipment that doesn't define you and it doesn't mean that you don't belong there because yeah. you know you can you can be great with with minimum equipment and and again that's not the point the point is that you showed up you were active you made your body feel a certain way you pushed yourself you pushed your mental and physical side not you know get distracted by these unfortunately uh, details yeah. of representation but if you step in and you are the example, you know, more people will be there and that won't be an issue anymore.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's an important note to take that anything we do, actually, it's like we, we find these things that would prevent us from doing them uh, because it's, it's, it's an easier way out. And I'm not saying that's what people, are, everyone is doing to prevent themselves from doing a triathlon. Mm. But what I mean is like, it's easier to say that, oh, I don't have the money to buy X, Y, Z, so I'm just not going to be active. But being active doesn't mean you have to have the money. You can go for walks. It's free. The, the message essentially behind what you're saying, which I'm gathering, is just, just start somewhere and, and figure, out, figure it out along the way. Mm. Find the community that can probably give you guidance. 100%, yeah. And, um, and then you'll find a path, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think that the fact that I spoke to those different guests and they were all of minority groups, that really was... A statement that uh, there are people out there that look like me that are doing this. And they did have to fight some barriers, some psychology. it's everything's kind of internal at, the, at this point because yeah. it's not. maybe these events are not inviting to, to, to people of color uh, and uh, minority ethnic groups. But at the end of the day, if you're showing up, there are people like you that are doing this. They've been courageous and they've done it. And so for me, it was kind of this whole experience by, by actually Recording for DTP uh, for the Founder's Series while training and then being in it, I think was like a, a very holistic experience.
0: Yeah, um, and I guess the final question is: Do you do you feel like this try like preparing and setting the intention for a triathlon uh, changed you in any way?
1: It definitely did. It pushed me. If you put your mind to it, you can. But it took a village though to to make this happen. I had I had you to kind of you know when I was feeling like I was gonna chicken out I was like oh is this really and then you were like let's let's find solutions and so you were very helpful with that and on the ground there was a friend who was there as well who was there to cheer me up to reassure me that even the day you know we went the day before to scout the place and and all these speakers were were there to support me in 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 many ways so I feel really grateful for for these these people who who Helped me along the journey. For me, there was an example of if you have the right resources, the right people, and you surround yourself with the right people, you can do it. And and I, I actually feel physically great, and I want to maintain that so I can continue sustaining this this level as as I go forward.
0: Awesome. Well, there you have it, people. Um, our debrief of the triathlon from yeah. the series. We hope that, you know, the the founder Series give you a platform and a a starting point to find out about how to start preparing for a triathlon as an amateur, as someone who has no idea about triathlons. And hopefully we can build a community, uh, especially for women of colour, people of ethnic minority groups. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want to see more representation. We want to build that going forward.
1: Yeah, 100%. And if it's not a triathlon, it could be you just... Training for um, a run—it could be a 5K run or a 25 It's just knowing those little things from nutrition, from how to pace yourself with uh, hydration, uh, how in, how to incorporate it in your like your day to day, how how to make space for it, how to prioritize it, and, and how to create a community that will actually help you follow through, come through, and and stay active and feel healthy actually. So it doesn't have to be a triathlon. It's just you being active. And I think that the um, Founders Series is um, a testimonial to that. So I hope you'll be inspired to stay well
0: and uh, maintain well-being. Yes. See you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and select that follow or subscribe button. Till then, stay well.